Welcome back, folks. Uh, this is going to be a fun episode. We're here in Iowa for episode 92 of the SoCo Show. This, of course, is the co-host, Cody uh, Michael, uh, joined, as always, by the SoHo Seth Ott. We're in the SoDo. <laughs> and we've got a, a couple guests. Uh, we got a full house here and a couple of guests what this week. What happened to predictability? <laughs> We're mixing no it up. And uh, first of all, we have uh, returning to the show for what the fourth or fifth time uh, is our, our friend from the YouTubes. Jared Buckendall joins us once again. Welcome back, Jared. At Jared Buckendall. At Jared Buckendall. I don't even have to talk. You have sounders for everything, so just keep playing them. I'm just gonna sit here. That's and why we have you on. Passively we, listen. We just want. We just are getting enough recorded voice of you so that we can put together other shit that we want to say, and we're just mm. gonna we're just gonna edit it together. Mm. And for the first time joining the show, SoCo super fan Dan Rodert is in the house. It's an honor and a privilege. <laughs> he. It was actually a make a wish fulfillment. <laughs> <laughs> 92 episodes. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> never made it. It's going to really suck on episode 94 when you're like, Dan, we're unfortunately passed away. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan is, Dan's, uh, since the beginning, you've heard every episode of the show. Yeah, and you're not just a super fan. Dan's a friend of ours. Uh, <laughs> went to college with us at ISU. Stranger danger. <laughs> we call him Dirty Dick Dan Roder. Uh, he's also known as America's Ass Dan Roder. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> So uh, we got a lot of fun stuff that we're going to do on the show today. Uh, first of all, this show probably sounds a little bit strange, uh, so we apologize for that if it sounds weird, but uh, it's tough to get four people recorded in a house that I'm not used to recording in, so uh, eat me. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk, of course, a lot of Avengers Endgame. Don't worry, though. We'll let you know when we're going to start talking spoilers, and we'll keep it spoiler-free until then. Uh, but we got a lot of other fun stuff to get to before we talk Avengers and Seth, I think you you were alluding to something that you wanted to, to talk about first. Okay, so um, I talked about it a little bit a few episodes ago. Jared and I went to Chicago for celebration and to see some comedy acts, things like that. Wow, brag about it. <laughs> <laughs> we met some cool people, Thanks some internet that. celebrities. Yeah, no shit. Dan and I are chopped liver. We didn't even get a call. <laughs> um, but I'm, it was a four-hour car ride, so we had a lot to you know fill the time with. And during the car ride, Jared mentions a phrase I had never, ever heard before in my entire life. I know that a lot of listeners have 100% heard this phrase. <laughs> so, Jared, what, what was that phrase? Okay, well, you know, obviously time, phrases, terminology, language, everything's changed a little bit. We, it still means the same thing. So, like, when you mess up, you say, gosh darn it. Okay. Have you ever heard the expression, <laughs> shoot a pickle? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm assuming not. I no. You've not. never heard, ah, no. shoot a pickle. No. You've never heard, ah, shoot a pickle. I've heard, ah, shoot. This, when he said this, it stopped me entirely in my tracks. <laughs> like, we almost had to pull over. <laughs> You've never heard of it? Shoot a pickle. No, shoot, shoot a, a pickle. He Wait. said never. Okay, so how are you imagining this? Because I'm imagining you're taking a, like a pistol <laughs> and you're shooting a pickle. <laughs> but there is, are there also pickle shooters, like potato shooters, but oh. you're launching a pickle, the pickle out of the, the shooter. No, it's just like, ah, shoot a pickle. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's an exclamation. Do you have to snap? <laughs> I mean, it adds to it. It does add. It does add. Shoot. Ah, it, shoot a pickle. It was one of those things, too, where he said it, and I'm like, shoot a pickle? And then he said, what? shoot a pickle. And then I'm like, shoot a pickle? And I'm like, like, shoot a pickle. Shoot a pickle. <laughs> and he's like, are you saying shoot a pickle? And I'm like, yeah, shoot a pickle. And I had to look it up because I thought that this was just something I maybe made up when I was a kid. And on the internet, it's a thing. It's a and real it says, thing. And it says like, uh, well, rule thirty-four, right? No, I think it was urban. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's on there. But no, urban dictionary was like another mm-hmm. terminology Red for like, a, oh darn it, or something. A common phrase meaning, oh darn it. Yeah. But where the, the use of the sentence, shoot a pickle. Yeah. I failed my math test. Yeah, see. <laughs> You don't pick. It sounds like one of those things that's like you say like ah oh, shiitake mushrooms. Yeah. So yeah. it's like yeah. it sounds like the swear words that you would have said, but it's PG. Yeah. Ah, shoot a pickle. I gotta yeah. say, pickle is really do- deeply rooted in your origin story. It is. With, yeah. with your costume. Yeah. And You've always been a pickle. pickle man. I'm the pickler. You're a pickle boy. <laughs> Jared the pickle buckendall. <laughs> the worst Batman villain ever. The pickler. <laughs> Dick pickler. Okay. I'm, I'm, is that somebody who sends unwanted dick pics? Or are yeah. you pickling dicks? Or oh, so many a really, really bad serial killer. Oh, gosh. I have I, seen that episode. I just had jaws of dicks on you. I was, I'm really glad that because he said it and I was watching your guys' faces and I'm like, they don't know. I, okay, I'm really I, happy. I, if you're listening to this and you've heard, please tweet. I need some sort of like <laughs> Jared Buckendall. I, I I need what, not recognition. I just need someone to be on my side. Yeah, validation. Yeah. This is because I was going to as soon as I, I found out that it was a colloquialism that we were trying to decide was a real thing. I was going to pretend whatever it was. I was going to pretend that I knew what it was, so so that Seth would be wrong. But I couldn't. You could <laughs> I was I I thought for sure yeah colloquialism well, we've probably heard it we don't use it yeah. like because you know all of the ones that are yeah. like regionally based but yeah shoot a pickle that I, <laughs> no I couldn't even fake that one or like it just took me so off guard it's like and you can't even like the pickle do why you shooting it you can't exactly you can't figure it out you like kick a can or whatever like sh- someone lays a pickle down and shoots it like or the pickle is the projectile yeah. we don't know yeah that's true I would love to know what the origin story of that is <laughs> shoot a pickle yeah maybe you gotta say it like that like shoot a pickle instead of like shoot a pickle I think shoot you also can't pickle. have all your yeah. teeth if you're saying it so shoot, shoot a I think I'm the only one here that's allowed to say it because <laughs> I have the least amount of teeth <laughs> All right, so clearly I've lost this debate. Yeah, that, that yeah. one's that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a point for Seth. So we we're well we're already we'll talk about Avengers at some point, guys. But we're talking about pickles for now. Um, the when we asked Dan if he wanted to be on the show, he said no, and so <laughs> so, so we offered to pay him, and he said no. Uh, and then he said, "I'll be on the show, but I I need I have a take that I need to get out there. I have I have a soapbox that I need to get on, and and I need to take you guys to task about something. And now is your chance, Dan. You're on. This is something that I've it's it's been weighing on my heart really heavily, and I'm glad I'm on this side of the table. I'm not in Seth's arm reach because it's <laughs> going to be a contrarian opinion Uh-oh. to 
the so host, but I didn't think the mule was that bad. It was awful. Oh, he likes the mule. I didn't think it was that bad. You like, know, I've heard some like people. you were like worst movie of <laughs> 2018. I did hate it. I thought it was just really. I thought it's done from a place of hate from Clint Eastwood, and uh, I don't like that guy. <laughs> Clint Eastwood lives in a place of hate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you see it? You might be the side no, of No, that's the thing is, I'm going to have to just be the outside party that yeah. just... We don't know. I've heard he has three, two threesomes. That's about it. Yeah. What? Yeah, have you seen it? That's a lot of sex. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. he kind of... Did he, he ask his doctor if he's healthy enough for sex before? <laughs> <laughs> Not before so, calling him a racial okay. slur. So, Dan, what is... Tell us why. Why is the meal good? Well, I don't know if I'd necessarily say it's good, but it's... like I felt like Seth did it injustice, mm-hmm. and I thought it was worth a viewing, and I thought that anybody else that listened to Seth's opinions on it would never see it. Like, I doubt you've seen it because Seth, I did, that's exactly why I didn't watch Seth it. panned it so hard. Mm. Like it, it, I think it's worth a viewing, especially if it comes off on Netflix or whatever. Like it wasn't sure. that bad. I saw it with my parents, so I don't know if maybe that was part of it. You watched a two threesomes with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the movie Bridesmaids with my mom and my aunt. Oh no! And that like initial scene. Oh my god! Oh gosh. yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was cringeworthy. So you're saying sure. it's a fine film. Yeah, like, it's just middle of the road. I wouldn't lean towards, I hated it. <laughs> but I wouldn't necessarily, I love it. I I would say on a technical level, it's well done. Clint Eastwood is able to make a movie. I just thought the the themes, the writing, all that shit was egregious at times, and I, I wasn't behind it. So I think the problem here is that, and it's because it's Seth that it's a problem, and it's good that you're bringing it up, because... We always are lauding your opinion so much on the show. <laughs> At least I am, and probably the mule lost money because of yeah. That's true. Of what's They're not going to get the mule too. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> It'd be T O O. Yeah. <laughs> he goes to Russia. It's the Moscow mule. <laughs> <laughs> Green light that now. <laughs> All right, that was quick. That was quick. So, so if you're a listener out there, according to Dan, check it out. Check it out if, if 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 you want. Don't let Seth dissuade you. This is the the problem that I have with you, Seth, is that you get you watch a movie and then you're so impassioned about it immediately after <laughs> that you say a lot of things that you have to walk back later on. No, not not for good movies. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's me. I do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't. I rarely on the show do I ever have a hate for a movie. And you so. don't often dislike. Same thing with shows. Like yeah. yeah, I'm just generally accepting in most things. But the mule is one I couldn't get behind. <laughs> You're not supposed to get behind mules. And so. I'm not saying run out. Oh. Run out. <laughs> and I'm not saying run out, rent it now, must watch. But yeah. if it's on Netflix, if it's on AMC or you know one of those HBO, maybe you know it's worth Disney it. Channel. I mean, it was. It's it, not a waste of two hours. It was 60% Rotten Tomatoes, so I'm clearly I'm in the minority <laughs> here. But. Which Cody, that doesn't really help our cause because we went and watched Hellboy for two hours. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll say this about Hellboy: Hellboy deserved all that. Can, you can back me up on this. Hellboy deserved the shit that I gave it on the show. Oh yeah, 100%. That movie's bad. Don't watch that. If you're if you have a choice between Hellboy and The Mule, I would say to watch The Mule. Probably. I haven't seen Hellboy, so I can't. Yeah, don't comment. But no. do you think there are people out there who've seen both? Because at this table, everyone's only seen one of those two movies. Oh yeah, there's definitely people, one hundred percent. Do you think there are people that like both? Yes, there probably are. Yeah. I hope I hope our li- if we have a listener who is who likes both those movies, 
We want you to, to call us or email us and tell us about it. It's probably Doug because he got... also hates Endgame. He's yeah. obviously wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so the mule and the mule came out last year, right? December. In yeah, they were, I thought they were pushing for like Oscars and award yeah. stuff, but yeah. No. So since it came, it came since it came out in 2018, uh, then I think it's I think it qualifies to be a retro recommend. Oh my god. <laughs> There you have it. Dan Roder, Dan the Mule, Dirty Dick Dan, America's Ass. I played for a soccer team. Get out there and watch it now. I played for a soccer team called the Mules. For real? True story. My elementary school soccer team. There's some bias in that then. We were all right. I mean, it was elementary school rec soccer. Do you remember whose mom brought? It's her ball. Whose mom brought the best snacks? The orange slices. Well, it, it's a rotation. Right, but whose mom had the best? Whose whose mom were you like, man? I can't wait for that mom. Whose mom had the juiciest oranges? <laughs> you can tell us. This is a safe place. <laughs> be, because it still holds true. Jeannie Gresher can still get it. Jeannie uh, Gresher. Jeannie Gresher. Uh-oh. If you're out there, Jeannie, oh, you man. can still get it. <laughs> Those supple melons. <laughs> We sure do love some Jeannie. That's, I don't know Jeannie, but she must be fine as hell. Jeannie's got some buns. Do you ever, do you ever dream of Jeannie? I dream <laughs> of Jeannie with the light brown. You, go, you keep going. You yeah, got it. You got like it. Like a paper on the summer air. Uh, that's, that's taking me back, man. Yeah. yeah. That's, me. that's the retro recommend. That's the, <laughs> orange, orange slices and soccer. <laughs> I bet you were just eating dandelions the whole time. <laughs> Dan, get up. <laughs> that's that's why I named you Dan. That's not my birth name. <laughs> I named you Dan from all the dandelions. <laughs> <laughs> your full, your name on a persistence. We got your origin story. <laughs> Pickle. That's why dandelion. I'm, that's why I'm blonde. It's fading out because I haven't <laughs> been supplementing my dandelion intake. <laughs> When you get old, your hair will turn like little and wispy, and it'll blow off the top of your head. <laughs> it'll turn Set white to the song "Dust in the Wind." <laughs> you get one wish. <laughs> you make a wish and blow me. <laughs> ding ding! Oh, oh that's nasty. Hey, um, uh, that's that's good. Dan the Lion Rodert. Is now your new nickname. You have that, six or seven nicknames. That's actually be a really good boxer name. You're like a game. Of, you're like a Game of Thrones character. You have 25 <laughs> nicknames. Then I'd be a Lannister because they're also blonde and they're the lions. You just bored me. Okay, yeah. let's move on. We're all the rest of us are asleep. I'm the only one here that's watched it, unfortunately. Mm. So. The rest of us have better things to do, like watch Hellboy. <laughs> 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 um, let's see. What do we got here? Uh, let's. We, uh, I, I'm lost. Blah, 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 blah. I don't chic have a tweets? schedule in front of me, so I forget everything tweets? we're chic doing. Tweet. Let's go to a chic tweet. I call you a punk. So, of course, we're here to talk Avengers, uh, biggest thing in the world right now. And, just like Iron Sheik does, he had to comment about it. So, Iron Sheik, here's his thoughts on the Avengers. The real Avengers Endgame spoiler, when I suplex all those jabronis in Madison Square Garden, break their fucking back more fast than I say Shazam, 
Avengers Forever say, Jabronis assemble after I make them humble with my came clutch. Forgot the L. Hashtag endgame is here. Came clutch is when... That's awesome. Came clutch is when... Came clutch is when you fall asleep. Afterwards and you wake up still holding it. That's the came clutch. I laugh because that happened to me this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The Iron Sheik. So, okay, do you think, and this is without getting into spoilers, do you think Endgame would have gone differently if the Iron Sheik was was part of the final battle? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. He would have broke Thanos' jabroni neck. Mm -hmm. Well, there wouldn't have had to have been even the snapping because he would have suplexed Thanos' neck Mm -hmm. in Infinity War. Yeah, he would (laughs) have... You put him in the camel in the cane clutch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, Iron Sheik, of course, uh, talking about Endgame just like everybody else this week in Sheik tweets. I call you a punk. We forgot to do this last week, or I forgot to do this last week, but let's shout out our sponsors uh, before we go on here. First of all, audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Hit the link in the description box and you'll get your first 30 days and your first book for free. Bee! And Mathis Designs, etsy.com slash shop slash Mathis Designs for all your graphic design and stationary needs. Bee! <laughs> and I think let's all do it together. Mike's Wood, etsy.com slash shop slash cornfed and wed to get your wood worked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ding, ding. Ding, ding. <laughs> uh, thanks to our sponsors. Make sure you guys go hit the description box and check them out uh, because we like them. Uh, let's see. What's next here? Let's jump into... Uh, we got uh, what we got one-word summaries. There's only one word to describe you, and I'm going to spell it out for you. It's really funny with the sounders because we're all like mouthing them. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, at least in my headphones, kind of quiet. And so, like, we'll say something, go to the sounder, and then we'll all just kind of sit here quietly <laughs> for a couple seconds. <laughs> it's weird because as the viewer, I scream these in my car as I'm listening, so now I can't, otherwise the mic will pick it up. <laughs> you see behind the, ma- the, behind the mic magic now. Yeah. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. One word summaries. Seth has uh, searched the internet for three wacky news stories. He's going to summarize each of them with one word apiece, and based on those one word summaries, the rest of us will choose what story we're going to cover this week. Uh, Don't worry, though, if we don't pick the story you wanted to hear. You can find the links to all of them in the description box, uh, as well as all the other things that we're talking about today. Especially important, because we're going to timestamp our our endgame spoilers as well, so make sure you're checking out the description box. What do we got this week, Seth? Your words are pizza, concession, and firefighter. Hmm. I mean, that's one whole story. Right? Someone went and got pizza at a concession stand and it lit on fire. <laughs> he fell in love with the firefighter. Ooh. Or when did the firefighter buy the pizza? That's Ooh. it. That's it right there. Firefighter buys pizza at concession stand. Is that it? You got it. We, we got, got it. it. Yeah. All right. That's, what, that's it for one word summaries. <laughs> <laughs> Only in CR does that make headlines. <laughs> I, I want to go with firefighter. Firefighter? What do you think? Yeah, I'm not hungry because we just ate a massive breakfast, so no more talking about, about food. So what Firefighters. Do you want? Firefighter? Gotta say that was the weakest one. Oh. But, uh, You're weak. 
Wow. Um, pizza was pizza restaurant closed after employees put laxatives on pies. Mm, been there. Mm-hmm. Um, concession was naked Florida man <laughs> wanted for burglarizing Little League concession stand. <laughs> oh, and That's Little League, too. That, could go, that would Retroactively, that would be probably so, the one I would select because I have a lot of questions, but we can't ask them. Are these always in Florida? <laughs> that's our most terrible news okay. Okay. so the thing the thing that's funny it's funny <laughs> I hope the mic got that the thing that's funny about Florida that I just learned is that they can't the, the news when there's a story like that can't put a person's name on it and so it's never like Seth Ott 28 of just Florida, Florida man. it's always Florida man and that's why the Florida stories are funny because they're all Florida man mm-hmm it's only one guy who's ever doing it. Mm-hmm. He's just named Florida Man. He's just, That's his real name. That's his real name. Florida. Legally. He's, he's Joanna's brother. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what, did we, what did we pick? Firefighters? Yeah. Um, firefighter recruitment ad touts low pay and cool helmets. <laughs> <laughs> the Scott County Royal Fire Protection District Chief Jeremy Perian says most advertisements are kind of boring. So he wanted to spice it up. Um, Missouri County trying to recruit new firefighters is getting real with its sales pitch saying in signs posted outside its stations that the job offers hard labor, odd hours, low pay, and cool helmets with two exclamation points. Ooh. That's kind of basically it. It's just that they have that ad. That was a bad um, story. Yeah. I would sign up. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to point any fingers or anything, but... Hey, you all had an opinion and you went with me. Well, you... you... You seem so sure. No. Look at me. <laughs> I said shoot a pickle earlier and you guys <laughs> believed what I wanted. I think, yeah, that's how I feel about our choice for the firefighter. Shoot a pickle. Yeah. Should have gone with concessions. But that's okay. That's how the game works. And if folks want to read the Naked Florida Man story, they can do so by clicking the link in the description box. So, cool helmets. Um, they look... So you know the chicken and the egg thing? What came first, the firefighter helmet or the head ahead of a penis? Like, was was the head of a penis modeled after the firefighter helmet or was the firefighter helmet modeled after the head of a penis? Wait, did I miss part of the story? Are these cool helmets shaped like a... Have you ever seen a firefighter helmet? Have you ever seen a penis? Ooh. That's, that's a big no on both. That's a thing. That's a thing. You what? don't shoot a pickle, but you don't know that your dick looks like a fireman? No! It looks like an army helmet. Well, army helmets are similar. Okay, to we're getting off the rails. Real I'm gonna, quick. Okay, look over my computer. <laughs> no, don't. I'm pulling don't up Google, dicks. Don't Google image penis head. <laughs> Firefighter penis, nothing bad. <laughs> That's his homepage, penis head. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. Uh, you knew we'd bring it back around to dicks. Uh, if, however, we could do it. Uh, one, they put out fires. <laughs> mine does. There's only one word to describe you. Well, it's uh, it's it's summer movie season has begun, uh, sort of signified by Avengers Endgame releasing. Even though it's barely May, we will have uh, summer movie season coming out. There's a lot of bangers on the docket, uh, a couple movies that I think people are gonna want to go see. And uh, since we got kind of the, the brain trust here, uh, let's talk a little bit. Let's go around and, and talk about what uh, what we're looking forward to this summer. And that'll be our movie segment today. Quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Movies. So there's a lot. There's just a shitload coming out. There's like four or five Disney remakes. Uh, I don't know, we, what do we got? 
Godzilla, John Wick, all sorts. Of, we talked about a lot of them mm-hmm. last week on the on the new release, totally not rectal exam anymore. And uh, let's, oh, Seth. I think we know what yours is. Tell us what you're you're lo- looking the most forward to in well, I the summertime. I, met, I mentioned it last week as John Wick. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the number one over Avengers, even. So well, I don't know about that. It's gonna make four hundred million opening weekend. It's gonna ba- break four billion at the global box office. What? It's gonna win Be- best picture, best actor, best director, best editing, best sound mixing, best, best cinematography. <laughs> exactly. Best short form documentary. Yeah. It's going to be, and we just found out, shocking breaking news. Do we still have a breaking news sounder? I know we do. Where is it? Here it is. Break yourself, fool! And that's when you break! Tight. (laughs) We just found out Dan has never seen John Wick. Yeah. How does that happen? I don't know. That's like like not having seen The Matrix. I think, well, I was going to say, I think John Wick might be my new... Man, I, might, well, don't I look... might just have to not out of principle. Well, you're going to be the only victim of that. Yeah. And Seth's not for not having watched... Oh, he knows. That's true. Yeah. Actually, yeah. is John Wick part of The Matrix? Yo! Because it has the same I mean, characters. So I have seen The Fishburne. Matrix then. It's fine. Yeah. And he's like his mentor. What? What if this is a split scenario and we're going to find out... I think we just cracked. Oh, it. we just spoiled. We just cracked. Parabellum it. chapter three yeah. part. Uh... <laughs> so yeah. John Wick. Okay, so what are you looking forward to if not John Wick? Dark Phoenix. Phoenix. <laughs> oh my god. Sophie Turner can get it. Yeah, absolutely, she can. <laughs> I I'm too excited to see Detective Pikachu. Dude, really? are you a Pokemon fan? Hell yeah. Dude, okay, because these two hate I Pikachu know, and Pokemon they're... and shit like that. They're Finally. I okay. I think that movie looks cute, and I'm really stoked about the the male lead, Jesse Smith. I'm, I like him. But the if Ryan Reynolds is what bothers me about this. I, See, I and, just, it bugs and me. I'm not off the Ryan Reynolds train yet. Okay, that's the difference between us then. Yeah. Hey, do we want to like cut their mic, or you know, we're not gonna let them talk about Detective Pikachu? It should Pikachu. just be the two of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no more. No more Detective Pikachu. What? No, I I I, I, I am I'm kidding. It's only a couple weeks away. Too. Yeah. It's gonna be good, Detective Pikachu. Uh, yeah, I'm intrigued. They haven't done a live action Pokemon. No. And there's a reason. All of the animated ones, nobody. I mean, nobody our age watches animated Pokemon <laughs> series anymore. I don't. I just don't think. No. I it's on, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix though. Yeah. They, but they, the thing like is, they they, there's just so much of it now. It's. I mean, it's like Power Rangers. There's twenty seven thousand right. series. And 850 Pokemon. I know one, the 151, and then the next 200 after, or the next 100 after that, I'm off. Yeah, like I, Gen I, 1, Gen 2. Yeah, they, like they made one that's like a light bulb. Oh, you're still talking about Pokemon? Seth is asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Top five Pokemon movies this week in Mambo number five. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number no, that's not uh, Pokemon po- 2000, that was the best one. You got a limited edition Mew card when you went to the movie. That was awesome. That was it. That's yeah. all we got. They, okay, so here's the thing with Pokemon, is that it doesn't like it's going to still make crazy money. Because yeah, worldwide, and especially yeah. in Japan and all that, like it's going to make a shitload of money. I just hope it's good. I'll, like I'm excited to see it. Yeah. And that's your number one. I think that's a surprise for me. Like I don't study the box office upcoming list box like office you guys do, breakdown. <laughs> that's off the top of my head. It's probably like a 
it's coming out soon, so that's more in the forefront. Mm. And I don't, I'm not looking forward to John Wick three, <laughs> but can't hear it, listeners. I'm giving Dan a big old middle finger. You're allowed to be wrong on this podcast. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not true at all. <laughs> Why do I have a podcast if I'm going to be wrong on it? That's a, that's a good question. You do it all the time, though. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm split between a couple. Um, Toy Story 4. <gasps> yeah, I'm not really interested in Toy Story. But uh, Spider-Man, certainly, certainly riding off the high of Endgame. I'm, I'm really looking forward to Spider-Man. And then The Lion King. It's got me pretty charged up. I think those are a couple. Those are. It's funny that my movie taste hasn't changed in twenty years. Yes. <laughs> those, are, those are the things I was really stoked about in the late nineties, too. But uh, those would be mine if I had to pick one. Spidey. Over Lion King. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I I had to Google. Uh, movies coming soon, and then my phone aired out and froze on a dog's journey. So okay, apparently, good. that's the oh one. You're a doggy too. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, that's the thing is like May kind of kicks off the uh, year of all the summer blockbusters and all this good stuff. Um, Brightburn looks very mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't say that that's like top on my list, but looks like something new. That's for sure. Um, let's see here. Dead Don't Die look cool. Not Child's Play. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, Stuber. Have you guys heard <laughs> this one? out with Stuber. Oh my god. I don't know this one. <laughs> you don't need to. Stuber. Stuber? Is, Stuber has become this running joke now because... So it's got Batista mm. and then uh, Kamel Nanjiani and it's mm. Taxi. Mm. So oh. he's an Uber driver, oh, okay. and then he's a spy, and he's going to help him do his thing. And I saw that trailer, I think during WrestleMania, and was like, fuck, this movie looks so dumb. And then Seth texted me and was like, this looks funny. And I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> and then it became this thing where these guys pretend to be excited about Stuber, and I am angry about it. <laughs> no, I, I think my number one would probably be Spider-Man, just because I want to know what the heck is going on. Because mm-hmm. this is still... A, technically in the MCU but it's the end of phase three or whatever so who knows if they're going to hint at a bunch of things coming out and also Mysterio actually looks awesome with the fishbowl who knows what that movie's going to entail but probably I mean nothing. nothing's really jumping out I mean we got Endgame just mm-hmm. now and that's like the movie of the century yeah it's hard to be excited for anything else after that Men in Black is another one I'm really excited for. Mm-hmm. I've been a big Men in Black fan all my life, so I'm excited for that one. The cast is awesome. He really loves. So if you if you want to get a date with Seth, guys, just put on put on some black, and Seth will be into you. Yeah, I love that. I'm stoked for Tessa Thompson in that. Yeah, that's gonna she's gonna be pretty fucking cool. Kind of that Will Smith character from the original. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and uh, she's also just a bad chick. Would you consider it a summer movie? It comes out in like September. That's mm-hmm. not the summer. It's still technically summer. Well, Depends on I guess he's September because right. September twenty first is the end of summer. <laughs> All or, right, we're gonna 20th. settle this. We're gonna settle this. It chapter two release date. It comes out this uh, September eighth, sixth. You were close. Damn. And last day of summer, September twentieth, nineteenth, twenty twenty third. All right. What? So it is technically a summer movie. Boom! Here we go. So is it your number one? No, it's John Wick still, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah, but May isn't in the summer. That's spring. Oh my that's also god, yeah. he's right. That's also true. Well, then it'd probably be Toy Story Four then. Stuber, yeah, Stuber, <laughs> Stuber, seven movies, 
and then Toy Story 4. <laughs> it's, I always forget about summer. Because summer to me is still when school lets out. Right. And school lets out in May, and so it's... I don't like thinking of September as summer. It's not a summer movie. It is? No, it's not. John it Wick is. is, it isn't. That's what I say. So that's what we're looking forward to. Let us know on the tweets. We are, uh, we're at underscore Cody Michael, at Seth O'Ott, at Soko Showpod. At Jared Buckendall. And what's your, what's your Twitter handle, Dan? Rotorts Rotorts. Is that what it is still? No, I think uh, I changed it. Damn. Isn't it at Dirty Dan Rotor? At Dirty Dan Rotor. Yeah. There you go. At Dirty Dan Rotor if you want to I talk like to him about I don't know how I'm going to slide into those DMs <laughs> and talk about <laughs> Pikachu. There you go. Yeah. You guys can talk about all your theories about the new Pokemon movie and whether or not Mewtwo is going to show up. Isn't Spoilers in the trailer. Spoiler. Is Mewtwo a he? Mewtwo is genderless. Are they all genderless? Most of the legendaries are. That's why they can't. They can't create the. Eggs. They can't get down. You can't, mm. you can't breed them. I didn't know they were bred. How are they born? Tell me in everything later, about Pokemon. In the later generations, you can breed them, but you can't breed the legendaries. So how do they come about? They just show up like Jesus. <laughs> it's yeah. pronounced Jesus. Sorry, they just show up like Jesus. <laughs> Jesus too. <laughs> Jesus does. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not that into the lore. Oh. I just remember in gameplay, you can't breed them. Hmm. You leave two in the daycare, and they end up banging in the daycare, and you get an egg. They, give, I was you, born. they give you a weird egg. This is second gen. And then you have to walk it out through yeah. so many steps, and then it hatches, and you're like, awesome. But it takes up one of your spots, so if you're going and battling a bunch of people, they have six Pokemon, you only have five because you have one egg, you're at a disadvantage. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I just... It's a numbers game. That... I picked up And also them, in but... gold and silver there's four or three legendary dogs but they're not one location they go all over the map and mm-hmm. you have to find them and then you have to track them They're elusive Oh AF. shit How do you track? <laughs> Pokédex Yeah Oh Yeah But you Pokedex. can't track them until you've seen them the first time Mm-hmm but if once you, you see them, you can track them. But then after, once you're tracking them what do you have to run them down and Yeah Yeah they're, Get them in the ball? They're, mm-hmm. They move with hyperspeed or something Yeah so like you, you enter a new area, a new route, route, and then like all of a sudden they're across map. And you're like, mm. motherfucker, and I gotta go cross map. Yeah, so, you have like 10 seconds to catch him. And then so, if you kill him, you kill him. He's done. Yeah. You gotta Why would you kill him? Exactly. It's an well, you gotta lower player. his health down so then you can throw Pokeballs at it or give it berries. Because that's... Wait, know. that's how it works? Mm-hmm. You have to beat it near death and then you can catch yeah, it? Yeah, well, yeah. When they're not at full strength. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like how marriage is too, right? (laughs) (laughs) Beat her near death and then you throw a ring on her. Well, no, I'm just saying you gotta wear them down. That's what I'm getting. Oh my god, no, I'm not gonna beat someone. You said, that's what I said, and you said, that's marriage. (laughs) Beat her near death. Okay, that's been Pokey Corner. (laughs) This just got real dark. I've been, I've been waiting to say this for like a few minutes now. And when it comes to the legendaries, if you can't breed them, join them. <laughs> <laughs> bad puns are bad. <laughs> Pokepuns. Pokepuns. Uh, what, what's next? We got, um, let's do some quotes. Yeah. Let's, do, let's make the quota. One quote. What's your name? Fuck you! That's my name! <laughs> my name is Inigo Montoya. And I quote! Seth has a movie quote. The three of us are gonna, the brain trust is gonna team up, figure out who said it and what movie. You got something hard for us since we're gonna be able to work together? It might be. 
Might be a little difficult. I fucked her brains out for 11 seconds. (laughs) No, enough about last night. (laughs) What's the quote? (laughs) I fucked her brains out for 11 seconds. Oh, man. You'd think we'd remember this. We can all relate. (laughs) It's a three-hour movie. (laughs) Oh, that is an endgame, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) It was? What? What? Batman vs. Superman. No. It's a three-hour movie? Uh Titanic? (laughs) Pearl Harbor? (laughs) Anchorman 2. Is it really three hours? Mm-hmm. What the fuck movie is three hours? That's funny. Magnolia? No. I think it's three hours. Let me double check. But oh, I think no, it is. It's probably like 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it must be a terrible movie if it feels like three hours. You won't say that when, when 11, you hear a movie. Okay, it's a three hour movie. Three hours. Yeah. Eleven. As soon as I say like any more specific hints, yeah. then you'll get it. I know you'll get it. Can you it. give me like a year? Is it something uh, yeah. that we've seen in theaters? We, not, we didn't watch it in theaters for the first time. We watched it uh, in Ames, in your apartment. Oh, I know it now. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah, I know it. Do you guys know it? Yeah, we know when you guys watched it <laughs> yeah. in your apartment. <laughs> I was going to say this a very... I want to um, give you guys a chance to come up with it, because I have it. It's a Scorsese movie. I, I'm going to say, like, The Godfather. I've never seen mm-hmm. it, but... I That's no Coppola. Um, You're drunk. <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street. Yep. Ah, oh, that's a three-hour movie. Huh? Yeah, three glorious know? hours. Wow. Do you know who said it? It wasn't. Was it? Uh, it wasn't Leo. Was it Jonah Hill? Yeah, it was, it was Leo. It wasn't. Leo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because it was the first time he had sex with uh, Robbie, right? Oh, I think so. Oh. Yeah. Well, Eleven seconds is impressive. That's with her. <laughs> that was so delayed. <laughs> I watched you think about it. Yeah. And then you just. <laughs> Margot Robbie gets fucked hard for 11 seconds. In It's funny because we had a conversation yesterday about about how we're trying to, to mature the show a little bit. Uh-huh. And <laughs> we've already got Dick and Butt and <laughs> Pokemon. In, in this episode, so it's it, things are easier said than done. That's that's I guess what I'm saying. What's your name? Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> my name is Inigo Montoya. And I quote. Did you just fart? <laughs> <laughs> no, I move. I move. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, what the? I was like. Laughing at fart noises from his elbow <laughs> shows the maturity level. That's a long sounder if you're trying not to laugh at a fart. That's true. <laughs> um, ding ding. <laughs> so we we talked last week. We wrapped up the MCU month uh, in my movie adventure. I watched all 21 MCU films, and we we picked out a topic for my May big old movie adventure. Ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, that's been standing in. At some point, that's just going to be the official sound uh-huh. of the movie adventure. And we decided on, on suggestion from Dan, we are going to, I am going to watch the iconic movie trilogies. So Toy Story. Good things coming. No, that's about four now. that's going to be a quad. So can't not do that quad. one. Not, but that's it won't shame. come out until after. Not Toy Story, but um, things like The Godfather, The Matrix, John Wick will join the list uh, later this month. And uh, there are some others, too. Uh, Dumb and Dumber, apparently, is a trilogy. We're finding that out. 
And <laughs> my vote is, of course, Lord of the Rings. I do like the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, it's it's grown on me over the years. I didn't Best like it back then. right there. Yeah. So I will be watching a lot of these. If you have a favorite movie trilogy at home, tweet me at underscore Cody Michael and let me know what I should be watching. I'll try to watch at least one trilogy per week and, and report back. Uh, so there, there are a few that I'm excited to get to, some things that I haven't seen and some things that I haven't seen in a while. So that's going to be coming up next week. But this week, I think we've exhausted all the other things we needed to talk about. So let's get to the matter at hand. we got to talk about Avengers Endgame. Let's get into our review. Mom, what do you think? I love it! I hated it! <laughs> so we've all in this room seen Endgame. And as as about half the world has, Seth, what did you say it's it's slotted to make over this weekend? Uh, like three fifty, three hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah. It, it's gonna need about oh. three fifty. <laughs> Almost a hundred million more than the record which they currently own for the last movie. So yeah, that's we. I mean, we all expected it. Everyone is seeing it, but is everyone liking it? Rotten Tomatoes says yes. At last I saw, I think it was ninety six on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's still uh, getting great reviews from the general public. But what do we think of it? I thought it was pretty dope, but I don't know about you guys. What about um, you, Dan? You uh, just first. jumping in, sorry. Yeah. Um, tweet, I got a tweet about a minute ago, and it says, uh, domestic is 350. Obviously, after tomorrow, they'll probably adjust that a little bit. And then worldwide is 1.2 billion. Holy shit. That it's already made. Because, I mean, it opened up in China before. China. Yeah, in China. China. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is stupid. That is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's unreal. It's and the, the record, the Avatar is like 2.1? 2.7. Yeah. Oh, is it that much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that one had a run. Like, the opening weekend, that made, like, no money. Yeah. But it just kept going and going and going and going. So, um, you guys can vamp and I'll try to figure out what So, Avatar is. is is in danger of getting its, its shit took by... Maybe. Okay, by yeah, so 2.787. Is that lifetime? Does that yes. include DVD sales? No, no, no. Box no. But, but if they re, yeah, if they re-release it, which they've done a few times, that counts. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Because then I think Titanic's after that. Because mm-hmm. Titanic was in theaters for like ten years. But yeah. doesn't Titanic win if you count inflation? Uh, there, there's some of those that yeah. See, that's the bad thing. Uh, that's when you start getting uh, but it's dicey with things because it's like two point seven and then like two point two for. Uh, Titanic, so Titan- that's quite a bit different. Yeah, Titanic is 2.187. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it, even adjusting if it would be that, because I would be... Yeah. And the difference between those two is, what, 15, 16 years? Mm-hmm. Between those and two they're made by the same guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's insane. That's crazy. I'd have the top two. Yeah. And Disney's going to have two of the top, or three of the top five, I think, now. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I mean, think about it. They're already almost halfway in Four days. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. And every one of us here will see it at least one more time. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I, was, I was talking earlier. I looked at the theater back home, and all of the showings, they have one of like every 20 minutes today. They're already almost all sold out. It's crazy. And it, yeah. I can't remember last time it was difficult to get a seat to go to the like, <laughs> Right. Even on opening night. But you had to, if you didn't buy yours a month, like the day they came out, you couldn't get a seat opening mm-hmm. night in my theater. Yeah. And they were showing it every 15 minutes. The only reason I did was because I went at 10.15. <laughs> and I didn't get home until 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is 
So Dan, Probably you go first. What overall? Uh, what did you think about Avengers? We're not in spoilers yeah, yet. Yeah, so no, spoiler no spoilers. Spoiler free. I thought that this was like the perfect wrap up. They gave everybody what they needed, that needed it. Like it was the period exclamation point. Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> it was all of the above for ten plus years of movie magic and ingenious minds incredible thoughts <laughs> no you're totally right because it's it bookends everything about the MCU so far so far yeah right and yeah. and it's they do my favorite thing about this about Indium is it's kind of it's its own movie yes but it's also a love story to everything that came before there's a ton of callbacks and like shots that remind you of things that happened before so it, you can tell that they you can tell that they are really proud of what they've done so far and that was pretty cool and they should be uh, and it, it never for me it never my, my worry about this it was the same that I had for Infinity War was in cramming all of these things together that they need to do in it getting like messy or half baked or anything like that where they're having to cram in too many things it never seemed it never seemed like they were cramming in extra stuff everything that was happened everything mm-hmm. that happened with the exception to exactly one scene and we talked about it there was there wasn't really anything that seemed extra or unnecessary. Mm-hmm. There was no waste of motion, and you can't have waste of motion in a three hour movie. But the fact that every minute of those three hours was important mm-hmm. was very fucking. Cool. Oh yeah, and that's the thing is like we all saw this movie. It did not feel like a three hour movie. It it never felt like oh man, when are we gonna get to the next scene? Mm-hmm. And that's hard to do for a three hour movie. I'm sure if we go and see it again, we'll know what's coming. We'll be like oh we want to see that scene or this scene, so it might drag a little bit more. But they could have given me a four-hour movie, mm-hmm. and I still would have been on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it would have been a little long, but there was a lot more that they probably could have added. Um, overall, though, yeah, Dan, I totally agree. It's ten years, ten-plus years of all of this crap that they just set up, like little tiny things that they maybe set up in 2009. Mm-hmm. It paid off now. And it's just... I After seeing that movie... Being able to somehow get into the mind of Kevin Feige and the Russos and organizing everything to work was insane. I can't wait for the documentary that eventually comes yeah. out about the MCU. Oh. Because there, there's got to be one. And that's going to be, be a three-hour movie. It's going to make a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they, I'm super curious about how... How much was actually from day one planned, and mm-hmm. how much they yeah. were they were picking stuff up as they went? Well, I mean, you had mentioned last night that Iron Man, they didn't know what the hell they were doing with it. Right. So, like, they got lucky. They got really lucky for probably the first, what, four years. Mm-hmm. And then once Avengers hit, they were like, we got something. Yep. But I totally agree. It'd be awesome to find out... If they had one of those Charlie Day big boards with uh, uh, yarn going over in here and whatnot, I think Sylvia. I think a lot of it was like when they started, they thought in their mind like we could get to Avengers One, and then Avengers One was a massive success, and then that's when they announced like the Phase Two, Phase Three, and I think after Avengers One, they knew they had something truly unique and special and that's when they hashed out the rest of the plan. Mm -hmm. I think anything pre-Avengers 1 was probably like, we'll introduce you to Cap, we'll introduce you to Thor 
and then bring them all together for an epic movie. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we can have three more epic films <laughs> yeah. with 19 other moving parts. Well, and like you're saying, just for the Avengers, how many was that? Five movies and then Avengers? Six. Six. Avengers was seven. Yep. So even... Actually, like, no, that's not true. Because Captain Marvel hadn't come out yet. So it was, it was five and then Avengers, you're right. Yeah, so... Any uh, think about it, has any other studio or franchise done six movies good? Because they did six movies good, and then they were like, "This has never happened. Let's go for twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> the only one would be, and it might be a personal bias, but Harry Potter. But that had yeah. that had that books, had a massive had, fan base. And yeah, it was seven mo- or seven books to mm-hmm. book a year, movie a year, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was. That had a larger fan base at the at launch the time, of yeah. the films than the, you know, Marvel comics were popular, but comic books themselves weren't mainstream. They mm-hmm. were still deemed the nerdy thing, mm-hmm. the, and they got the geeks to show up in all the, the first launch of movies, and then Avengers 1 hit, and everybody was like, this is funny as shit, let's mm-hmm. do you, doing this. Do you think, like, one person who wasn't a nerd showed up, and they're like... Oh, this is cool. Guys, come on. <laughs> honestly, honestly cool. I, think that that's, I think that that's what happened because I had never, I didn't see Iron Man, I didn't see any of the phase one in theaters. Mm-hmm. I remember watching Iron Man on DVD at like a friend's movie night or something. Mm-hmm. And it was the guy who wanted to watch it. He was more into sports and stuff back mm-hmm. then. And I guess that's how I got introduced to it. I which saw, is so weird. I saw, the first one I saw in theaters was Iron Man 2, I think. And I saw that before Iron Man One, <laughs> so I went back and watched Iron Man One later. Yeah. See, I, I mean, I saw Avengers before Thor, really? so I had no idea who Loki was. Mm. I was like, I don't know who this dude is. Like, <laughs> Isn't that so weird to think about now? Because yeah. you would never do that no, now. No. You would never watch something without, at least in the MCU. Like mm-hmm. there are people who aren't going to Endgame because they haven't seen the movies, and I would think, I don't know. It's really I can't take I can't take all of the other movies out of my head. So I don't know if this if Endgame is entertaining if you haven't seen everything, mm-hmm. or at least if you don't know you, all the characters. You would miss out on large portions of plotline. Like I have a girlfriend who wants to see the movie, and she was talking about going to the the ten o'clock showing with me, but she's a nurse and she wanted she had to work at like six in the morning the next morning. <laughs> I was like, mm, maybe not. You're that's gonna be, that's gonna be a long day for you. I don't want to put anybody else's lives at risk because you came and saw Endgame until two in the morning. But I texted her afterwards, and I was like, I'm gonna go again. You can go with me on my second viewing. And then I proceeded that text with, Have you seen every film? Mm. And she's like, I haven't seen the Captain America films. And I was like, What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Who? What? I've been watching Scandal. (laughs) Like, what have you seen that you're interested in seeing this one? I was so confused. I was like, I think it's this zeitgeist of it all. Like, everyone is seeing. That might be another thing. Is like everyone say on Monday. I mean, obviously, no one has water coolers anymore. But if you're going to work (laughs) on Monday, you want to be talking to people. I mean, jumping over Game of Thrones. There's four people that work around me. Every Monday they come in and they talk to about Game of Thrones for an hour. Mm And you just want to be in that conversation. Right. Yeah. Seth, what do you think? think? Endgame. Did you see it? I didn't. <laughs> uh, I went to an uh, advanced screening of Stuber. And, <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, it is great. Um, would you give it five stars? Yeah, I would. And a $5 tip. Ooh. <laughs> 
Uber puns. <laughs> um, no, yes, I of course saw it. Uh, everything you guys have said, obviously. Uh, there was a few issues I had, which we can get into more with the the spoiler thing, but. Um, on the whole, perfect wrap up, perfect conclusion. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's we've gone over it all already, so I yeah. think the, the spoilers will be more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have a lot more to say. I suppose. I think it's 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 not a spoiler to say that this movie is is very emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's got some some highs and some lows, and I I I like funeral cried. He squirted. like a bunch of times. Like I had a wet neck at the end of the movie, and like. I don't know. Is, is, is that, that pretty much everybody? everybody well, I was, I was wet, but I was sweaty because I had to pee for the last hour plus of the movie. <laughs> Sweat, pee, and tears. Everyone's covered in fucking moisture when they leave the theater. That's like, a it was, quote. It was so bad that even though it was 2 a.m. and I had to be up at work at 7, I took a shower the first thing when I got home. So I was like, I'm so nasty. <laughs> <laughs> It was bad. It was. It was just. It, it was such a cool thing to be a part of with a full theater, mm-hmm. and like there are parts when everyone is crying and parts where everyone is cheering, and you don't get that often, and that was just really fucking cool. So we're obviously all recommending that you see Endgame. Um, it's hard to. I don't know if you haven't seen the other movies. I don't know, but I think you probably want to, so you can at least talk about it and go with someone who can explain things to you. That'll mm-hmm. be. That'll be helpful. Not with me. I would slap your face if you tried to talk to me during this. What's happening on the screen? <laughs> Who's that green guy? So we will uh, we'll recommend Endgame. Everyone go see it. Let us know what you thought. Hit us all up on the tweets. Give us your reviews. I don't know when the sort of social media embargo kind of goes away, but there's you guys were telling me yesterday about the there's a big big drama with spoilers from the NFL player. Yeah, the Sean McCoy. <laughs> that guy's a tool. He's just post. He's posted on mm-hmm. on uh, without warning. Posted a bunch of spoilers from the movie. So don't don't follow Lashawn McCoy. Uh, Lashawn or uh, Le'Veon. Yeah, that's that's. They all have Luz in front of their names. Yeah. And that's bothering. Latom Brady. Confused. Yeah, Latom Brady. <laughs> La Bamba. <laughs> the seventh round draft pick for <laughs> New England Patriots was Latom Brady. <laughs> I did see their uh, IGN, who's the game channel or whatever, they were at the draft and they were asking people about Endgame. And they were they had an Infinity Gauntlet and they were asking like, you know, what are what stones are which? And people are like, I don't know what, I've never seen this. And the one guy's just like, space, power, time, like. <laughs> and a, not a guy you'd expect. He's just boom, boom, boom. And the lady's like, what? How do you know that? And he's like, I love the movies, duh. Duh, you can be two things. <laughs> No, it's cool. We everyone go see it. Uh, we recommend it, and we're we're dying to talk spoilers. So let's get into that. Um, check the timestamps if you haven't seen the movie yet. Skip ahead so that you don't have anything spoiled. We don't want to ruin the movie for you. So we're gonna go into spoilers now. Fair warning uh, that you're gonna not want to hear some shit for a while. So go away. Come back later. S P O I L spoil. Soiled it. Soiled it. Soiled it. You ruined it, and I'm leaving. <laughs> Used, I forgot about this. I don't remember ever hearing that one. We did it for uh, I think you, Captain you Marvel. Maybe hear the sound. Oh yeah. Because you said What's the last one? I think it's from Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Yeah, you ruined it, and I'm leaving. Spoilers for Endgame. Uh, Batman. Holy shit! I could not believe Batman <laughs> showed up. That was pretty crazy. Um, I think the okay. So the first thing I want to mention is, and I, I've been thinking about this all weekend. I think the best thing I've ever seen in a movie at all. And especially in the theaters, 
when Captain America has Mjolnir. Yeah. Mjolnir. Yeah. Oh my Jesus. I like stood up. <laughs> and our entire theater, like it was like someone scored a touchdown. Yeah. For, it was, like yes. it was insane in there. And yeah. it's funny because I think Marvel knows that that's going to happen. Yeah. So they put they pause for a little bit on the hero shot, knowing that they're going to be screaming and stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, and and, and, and they built it up so nicely because you see the hammer wiggle, but Thor's like trapped and he's about to get his head nommed off, mm-hmm. and you're like, how is he summoning it without like holding yeah. his hand out? Yeah. And then you see it zip up and Cap catches it, and Thor's like, I knew it. <laughs> well, like, they, I like how I mean, what seven years ago they hinted at it. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's he, one of those. He, he just yeah. wiggled it at the table and Thor's like oh no but mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. saved his life and then he beats all the ass with it mm-hmm. for a Dude, little bit that one where he throws the shield up then throws the hammer at the shield to make a sound wave yeah. Yeah. that was crazy that was so <laughs> sick that was the best probably 25 seconds of combat in the whole thing for me like I was freaking out the whole time and I love Cap mm-hmm. um, so getting to see him do the two of those um, so, do we want to go to Cap and his story, or Thor in this? <laughs> well, I want to say one more thing on this particular moment. There was a, a, a point in time where they were fighting alongside each other, and they were kind of like back-to-back, yeah, like yeah. beating ass, and they end up, uh, Cap has Stormbreaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah he has the <laughs> and, wrong and he goes, you get the smallest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty fucking yeah. That scene was yeah. great. There's a lot of that like dick measuring yeah. in this, and it's always it's always pretty funny. So okay, Thor. Do you guys like Fat Thor? I liked it for the first thirty ten seconds. minutes. Yeah, like just the first little bit, and then I was really wanting him to kick the fat. At least, like I understand the sadness and the depression and the drinking or whatever. But the fat thing, I was just like, okay, that's a little, maybe a little too much. Right. I, I, I kind of fall on that. Yeah, it was very, it was, it, it lined up with the comedy of Ragnarok, but then after a while I was like, okay, we get it. Mm-hmm. And I actually did think that I was like, oh, from when we first meet him to the end, he's going to lose all the weight. He's going to be fit again. Mm-hmm. They kind of were just like, no, nah, he's just fat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't affect him. Mm-hmm. Right. He's still able to kick ass, move quick, mm-hmm. everything like that. I think that's why it bothered me because they kept making the jokes and they kept like sh- they would shoot him in a way where you make sure they see his gut and all yeah, that. Yeah, but it didn't affect anything. Right. It was just him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing, my, the thing that I didn't like about that too is is Thor was having such a great arc and they just kind of stopped it and and made him sad and stuff and like yeah the alcoholism and all that stuff is that's that's interesting and cool mm-hmm. but the fat thing made it into like a joke and so mm-hmm. a lot of he spends a lot of this movie as a joke and mm-hmm. I was really we talked last week about Thor. And how he might be the one to win at the end. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of just slid him aside, understandably so, for Cap and, and Iron Man. But, um, yeah, I'm interested to see where Thor goes next. The, my other favorite thing with Thor was when he gets both of them. He, like, puts both hands out and gets Stormbreaker and Mjolnir at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then just blows the shit out. I think that's when they're about to start fighting is mm-hmm. when he does it. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. Thor was... I like Thor. <laughs> <laughs> so what about Cap? We got Cap gets his nice ending because we all everyone thought Cap was gonna die. We didn't mm-hmm. get that, but he kind of does, right? So mm-hmm. in the end, he goes back in time. He gets to live out his life. I thought that was a perfect ending for him. Here, I yeah. do have a question on what you guys think about this, and maybe you've talked about it off, off pod. But is he still super strong, or did he go back in time to a point where he didn't ever take the serum? I think he still would have had to have taken it because if not, he don't. I don't think he would have wound up with Peggy. 
It's, yeah. So, so this, we'll, we'll, we got to come back to the time travel thing, right? Because okay. right. that's another topic. It's, but I think I think he's big. I think he's big. So you still think he yeah. was strong? Because part of what I was thinking was, even if he did go back and back in time, Peggy, whatever. I thought he was like ageless wonder. Like I didn't, I didn't expect him to be oh. able to age that way. Which, in my mind, made me think maybe he stopped himself from mm. taking the serum, and that's why he was able to age at a normal rate and live his life with Peggy. I guess I don't know about the. Yeah, age. I I see where you're coming from, but I think I don't think it was ever set up that he can or can't. I know that he couldn't get drunk because mm-hmm. he healed too quickly. Mm-hmm. But aging, I'm assuming that it maybe would have slowed it down, but not entirely. Which. Mm-hmm. They say Peggy was like 80 mm. and he maybe looks 50 yeah. or 60. I'd say probably then. 60, but the thing is that would have been, what, 80 years ago? Mm-hmm. Something right. like that? Yeah. And he he went back to the 40s as a, what, a 35 or so year mm, old man? Yeah. So he's aging from them. That's what, 80 years? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's yeah, he's aging but slower, I think mm-hmm. is what's going yeah. on. But yeah, his, his little, and they get the last shot of them kind of doing their smooch, which you never, they never smooched before. And so he finally gets to see that happen, which was kind of cool. I loved it. it. In lieu of him dying, which I thought was going to be the way he went, mm-hmm. uh, this was just as good. I liked this better than if he had died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Iron Man died, though. Mm-hmm. Do you guys like that? You had to have thought it was going to happen. It made sense. It yeah. was between those two. Obviously, like we just said, that uh, Captain America, he got the end. He got the finish that was very... Right, mm-hmm. and then obviously Iron Man, who started it all, who at the very beginning of Iron Man was this guy that just wanted destruction, blah blah blah, I'm not going to do something. He's very selfish, and at the end, he basically sacrifices himself mm-hmm. and for they, everyone. And they teed it up perfectly when he runs into Howard. Oh God! And, yes. And Howard, are there's something where like I just wanted to not be like, or or he says like I hope it's a girl. Because I don't want him to grow up like me. Because mm-hmm. I've been very selfish in yeah. my life, and mm-hmm. like and I, it's kind of weird because like that. I guess that little conversation there made him completely change who he thought his dad was. Because right. he used to think that he was this person that like didn't give a shit about him, but mm-hmm. then it was like, oh, he did actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then it just makes sense that it was him to be the one to do it because his entire arc since event, I guess it was Avengers has been related to Thanos. And he was the one who went to the planet to fight him and all that stuff. So if Cap would have done it, sure, it makes sense for his contract and stuff, but it should have been the one for Iron... You know, Tony should have been the one to do it, no matter what. And it does... It it also... the other One of the things that I have always loved about the MCU is the whole do we trade lives thing. Mm -hmm. And the one and the many. And he finally... You know, they never do it up mm-hmm. until this point. They never sacrifice anybody, and he finally mm-hmm. does that. And I thought it was pretty awesome. And uh, it was just a badass shot when he says, "I'm Iron Man," and mm-hmm. snaps it. That was yeah. pretty fucking dope. Mm-hmm. He um. The contrast of "I am inevitable" <laughs> and "I'm Iron Man." <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like a dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> like, nice to meet you, inevitable. I'm Iron Man. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> He was he was fucking dope. Um, I like Tony in this whole thing because he has this whole arc where he's he's so wrecked after he loses and mm-hmm. he's a dick to everybody and he's mean when he's when he first gets back and then he gives up and he doesn't want to go and then when he does because it's it's it it goes back to the selfish thing because he's got a family now mm-hmm. 
And so he's unselfish in that he has a family he wants to take care of, but he's still selfish because he's prioritizing his own family over everything else, and then he doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. His arc, I, Tony, I think, I think if you if you think re- enough about it, the whole MCU is about Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I thought this was a perfect way to kind of put a bow on him. Mm-hmm. Did you guys like uh, Smart Hulk? No. Yeah. I was fine with it. I thought it was fine. They did a really good job at hiding it because I didn't know it was... Um going to happen i think that it was hinted at with a pop one of those funko pops that was coming out um it was weird i'm not going to deny that but i thought it worked Mm -hmm. and they did a pretty good job with the cg on that too that would have been really easy to fuck up but it was pretty good like there was maybe a couple small things that i noticed but uh he he was smooth he was he seemed he seemed like he was there well just overall the special effects in the movie it's there's a lot Maybe once or twice for this three-hour movie, I noticed something that was a little off. Otherwise, I was just like, "Well, this is good." Only time I noticed was Captain Marvel is outside of the ship um, when they're doing recruiting into Thanos' planet. She's outside of it, and I could tell her face was entirely CGI. That was it, though. Why can't I remember what you're talking about? Um, there, it's right at the beginning when they're flying. She flies in. It's like there's no she, artillery. There's oh, no army. Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Wasn't that so weird? Like the first. Okay. So the first. This movie moves very quickly mm-hmm. in the first hour, especially. And I thought that they. So they like they yada yada time travel in a way that in any other movie would have really pissed me off. Mm-hmm. But in this. It was better that they spent the time on other things. But I was very confused when they hacked Thanos' head off in the first hour of the movie. I was like, what the fuck are we going to uh, do? It was, the first, it was the first 15 minutes. Yeah. 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 And, like, they cut his arm off. I was like, oh, man, that's pretty, like, gnarly. Then he cut his head off. And I was like, where's the movie? What are we going to do now? <laughs> we, we, have, we have two plus hours. What's going on? I was like, there's no way that, that Hawkeye's the big bad in this movie. Because that's my first thought. I was like, oh, Hawkeye's got it now. Well, I actually, I was, uh, I guess I was tricked because at the very end, when Thanos' ship moves his cannons up and they're shooting the sky, I completely forgot Captain Marvel was in the movie and I was like, holy shit, they're bringing Galactus in and Galactus (laughs) is setting up the rest of, no, it was Captain Marvel. (laughs) She was still awesome though. I liked her in this. Yeah. Her hair bugged me. Uh, yeah, no. Her soccer mom. She, she can. She can get it. Yeah, she's uh, getting horn. Okay, she can still get it, but she has. She the, can get it even she better. She has with the that I hair. need to talk to your manager. <laughs> she <laughs> can talk to my manager. Yeah. <laughs> where are you? Where are you at on the Seth? Long hair or short hair for Captain? Yeah, definitely long hair. Mm. Yeah. Captain America, he has the best long hair. <laughs> I guess Blowing. It's okay to be wrong on the Soko show. Um, here, here's another thing that kind of surprised me. Ant-Man had a huge role to play in this. Yeah. And he was nothing in, in well, anything in the past. Mm-hmm. He just has never mattered. Now he matters in a way that was really cool. I think that is one of the parts where we're talking about, like, how far ahead were they thinking? I think they always had that idea in mind for Ant-Man because he has to be the one to introduce time travel to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was pretty cool. And Paul Rudd did an awesome job. Some of his scenes just ruined me. Oh, he has yeah. to go back and meet his daughter and she's when aged, he, yeah. holy shit. That that part was probably. I mean, obviously the end was very emotional, but that part where he meets his daughter again, I was like, oh, like this hit. And the thing is, it's not really set up that well. I mean, we get the relationship a little bit in Ant Man and the Wasp, but then he's not really in any of the other movies. Mm-hmm. And then, man, yeah, it just hit me because it was like coming back, and he's like, "What's going on?" The, that kid on his bike is like, 
fuck off, weirdo. Yeah, like, you're an idiot. <laughs> he, almost, I feel like he almost cries. Like, did, did you not get that vibe? Was that not? Oh, the kid on the, the bike. The kid on the bike. Yeah, I think so. Like, he looked like, why are you stopping me? And then he's like, you're asking me what happened. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Everybody died. Yeah. Mm. My life is in shambles. Like, hey, uh, yeah, that kid probably doesn't have parents. Yeah. That's why he's just cruising around. Shit. <laughs> bike boy. Yeah. It's like him and Broom Kid are gonna meet up from Star yeah, Wars. Yeah. Shared universe. Bike boy and Broom Kid. Is this the most that we've gotten, like, fallout from any of these big cataclysms? Like, there have been these big cataclysms in movies before, and especially in superhero movies, mm-hmm. but we've never figured out what happens afterwards. And they spend the whole first hour talking about what happens after, and I loved that mm-hmm. stuff. The whole the I Hawkeye that, scene was great. Yeah. Everything in that first hour was awesome. It wasn't as exciting as the last hour, but mm-hmm. I loved that stuff because it gave it a base. Yeah, and see, that's I guess that was one negative a little bit was because the the beginning of the movie feels a little rushed. Mm-hmm. But I mean, again, three hour long movie. I would have loved to almost seen a little bit more of just like them potentially going to like a restaurant or a mall and mm-hmm. just been like, oh, wow, there's like no one here. Um, the the they so they do that five year later shot and they go over New York City and like no one has been in City Field for five years the baseball stadium like there would still be baseball would there though I think that's the point that they're they're making is that but, th- that all that stuff goes away because really because you're gonna go to a baseball game after all that happened yeah maybe I, know, guess. I think that's what they're saying there. but wouldn't you like want to return to a sense of normalcy too eventually yeah but five I think, years is a long time. yeah that's why I, yeah. I, they um well and they were talking about uh you know uh, Scar Black Widow is heading up kind of this new Avengers team and they're having to like stabilize governments and mm-hmm. shit that there's chaos going on mm-hmm. like in Europe and Africa they're talking about and I think that would happen like it's it's total, yeah. it's a total mess and so it's kind of an apocalypse even though and there's some people left it depends on who all gets snapped too because like if half the people who got snapped are like people who know how to use electric you know. <laughs> You know, run electricity and like work at those power companies and stuff. There could be no electricity. Mm-hmm. So at the very least, there'd be shortages of all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And so it, it would be chaos. And I think the it was a weird thing to like be surprised by. But when they hit you with the five years later on mm-hmm. that, my my uh, crowd was like, oh my god. <laughs> and so was I. I was like, oh fuck, time jump. I didn't know we were doing that. Yeah. I usually hate time jumps, but it worked really well here. Yeah. Because I think that it adds to the. If they fix it the day after it happens, then it's like nothing happened. But mm-hmm. now it's a whole... Even though they fixed it at the end, it's still a different world that everyone's coming back to. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a weird... Kind of a weird thing. Was there anything you didn't like other than... Yeah, I was a little rushed at the beginning. Anything you guys didn't like? Yeah, I mean, the Thor stuff mm-hmm. um, kind of was... And, it's, and none of the stuff that I didn't either... Either didn't like or wasn't as big a fan of didn't take away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, just some of the tying stuff. I thought that the rules they've set up for themselves, I didn't think they quite followed or um, clear hit yeah. my foot. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> um, didn't didn't hundred percent follow or didn't. It made sense, but it also just like when you try and set something up in the beginning where they talk about the timelines and they visually represent that with the stone with Tilda Swinton and Hulk. I don't know her character name, so I'm gonna keep calling her till the Sorceress Supreme. There you go. Or the Angel. Uh, but she, he, you know, she moves it out and then he moves it back, saying it's gonna be the same. Blah blah blah. That I hundred percent didn't like because it seems like they made new timelines, and even if they didn't, there's still some consequences that they don't really act upon. And there have been prior Marvel movies where they've had consequences that later they explain in other movies, but this one I would have liked a little bit more of kind of like a. a 
since it's the end, I wanted there to be like a stamp, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that the stamp is there, right? So <laughs> the if you just think about it with the timeline Tilda Swinton shows us, right? That's exactly what happens. Because when they go back and they take the they take all the gems to the future, um, that spider webs a whole bunch of timelines off of the original timeline, right? But then when Captain America goes back and puts them all back where they belong, it closes all them back into just the one. So yeah, they open up a bunch of timelines, but then they close them all off. So is there not there's oh, is God, there sorry. five years of no history? No, there's history. That time still passed. Just those people left and then were gone for five years and came back. Five so years. like they would, they have no history. They would go they to their had, Facebook they profile and have their to updates. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's okay. there's three big issues now though. There's um, and I'm still not 100 sure in Gamora um, whether or not she's still there or not. I I've also not read some things. The there's also read some things though that they that hinted at that they were going to look for her. Yeah, because that's, mm -hmm. so, that's what they were searching so she, her from. So she would still be alive, whatever. Yeah, more uh, alive. She shouldn't be though. But yeah, she should. Um the other thing so Loki with the space thing. He's dead. Mm -hmm. He's not though. He he escaped. Um and then Cap is another one with him still being you know he was in the forties or whatever. Um Nebula. Nebula killing herself too. They yeah. there there's some rules there that they Okay. So Here's the here's here's what makes all this make sense. When you um, you know how in other in other time things you've seen uh, think back to the future, right? If I go back to the if I go into the past and I meet the other Cody, right? And we're sitting across from each other. And if other Cody were to cut his face, then a scar would show up on my face, right? Um, yeah, Looper rules. Looper rules. Yeah. yeah, that that's not how this works. Looper rules don't apply. So the past Cody and the current Cody are two totally distinct individuals that don't affect each other. That's what that's what that's how it all has to work because that's why uh, the past Nebula can die and the the new ones stay alive. They don't have to go away because they don't depend on each other. They don't feed in. They're two completely distinct beings, and the only reason that they even share like memories is because of the computer glitch. That's not actual memories that they're, that they're sharing, it's a computer glitch. So no one else has shared memories. Like Gamora from the past doesn't know Quill mm -hmm. because she hasn't met him yet. And when future Gamora dies, it doesn't affect past Gamora. That's why, because they're distinct. But wouldn't that create a new timeline then? No, because- Something different's happening. There's only one. You know how they talk about in the timeline that if you go into the past, the past becomes your future? Okay. Right? So it doesn't, there's not a system by which you go into the past, change events, and then it permeates through your life when you go back. That's not how it works. It's, it, you have to think of, of the, the time you're going to as like a location and not so much as a place in a timeline. So what about though, like with, with Loki who escaped the thing, wouldn't he have a whole new life Lo now? Loki is the problem. Um, there, there's, there's kind of two problems. Loki is a problem and Thanos is a problem. Loki's a problem because even by those rules, uh, however it is you try to explain everything, Loki is still an issue because when they got the when they got the tesseract. tesseract, they got it from the 70s. So when they put it back into the 70s, everything else would have happened normally and lo and since they fucked up, Loki would still have mm -hmm. and I think that's how Loki gets his TV show. Mm. Is because he's off. So Effectively, everything with Loki's time should permeate through and forward, mm -hmm. but because that's not how time works here, it doesn't matter. Okay. It just gives us a living Loki who's off doing other stuff and not affecting anyone else. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that also affect Gamora, though? Because she 
is pulled from 2014 and now she's living a life going forward and that 2014 never lived a life that's yeah but that's fine like she's totally allowed to do that she just went forward and yeah. in the into the future and now lives in the future that's all that's all her that still seems, still makes me believe it's separate timelines because then she would have never met the guardians originally for how the, they met the original guardians and then yeah. that wouldn't have happened she, ne- met- she never met the guardians but the guard the timeline in which she was originally a member of the guardians still exists there's now just what I wouldn't believe that be a would separate be a, timeline. It would be a separate timeline, and where that doesn't happen. And that's that's my point, though, is they right. made a big point about there being separate timelines, and they didn't follow that. Right. But there still aren't separate. That's the thing. There aren't separate that's, timelines. There's multiple people. So you have to think of it. When they when Captain America goes back in time, there's still another Captain America doing all the Captain America shit that he was going to do. There's just a second Steve Rogers yeah. now, and because they don't affect each other, they can they can I live s- independently. I still think it's all pretty messy. But, but I mean, uh, yeah, it, it definitely gets messy because then, like, say, what if they both pop up in the same place? Just There's nothing wrong. With they do. They fight each other. Nothing wrong with that. But when it's another when guy, other people just be like, "What the heck?" <laughs> you know, it just but be, it doesn't. It'd be anything. jarring. Okay, yeah. it doesn't break anything. It'd just be jarring. Right, and that's the problem is when you tr- if you try to apply. Rules and they make a joke about this too because I think they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They make a joke about you can't apply Back to the Future rules or Looper rules or Terminator Time rules. Cop. If you try to apply all those rules, then yeah, it all breaks because, and especially based on the assumption that the butterfly effect, mm-hmm. they they say in not in the MCU there's no butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. So all of these things, and another way to describe it is all of these things always happened. Mm-hmm. So. We didn't see it happen because it was all off screen in the original stuff, but it all happened. It always happened the way that it happens here. There's a there. Okay, like I love this movie, but again, the time stuff. A lot of that doesn't make much sense. Um, there's there's a few there's a few holes or a few things that happen very conveniently. One thing that I guess I was like, wait a minute. So 2014 Thanos was like, I don't have any of the gems. He gave that scepter to Loki. In 2012, why did he give it to him? If he was going after all of these gems, why did he give the scepter? He to wanted him? Loki to get it for him. He was he was he so. Was, but a scepter mind, doesn't have the. It has the mind stone. Uh huh. But he was trying. Um, I think they. I think they mentioned it in a previous movie or something. Okay, maybe they did. I didn't. Because he wanted him to get. He him. wanted other people. He was basically hiring people to do it, and then he says, "I just got to do this myself or whatever." And that, uh, that scene. Okay. So it, originally, he thought he could have other people do it. It wouldn't be that difficult. But then, because he was also trying to use mm-hmm. the collector and stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then another thing: when they go back to the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy, where Peter Quill is, you know, doing his thing. How did they know what day and time and everything to go? Because Nebula never ever saw him. At... But she knew that it was there. Yeah, yeah but and it was just she... haphazard. Like, hey, we're gonna wait around until he shows up. Well, I think. What if it was like sixty days later? It could have been. Yeah. So the <laughs> assumption is that um, Nebula showed up later that same day in the first place. Later that same day to see that it was gone, and then they found out later that Quill. In Guardians, they found okay, out that Quill was the day. one that took it. So they, they kind of could surmise that it must have been there earlier on that same day. Okay. Or, or if, and this gets back into the time stuff, if if all of this stuff always happened, then that version of Nebula knows to do that. And that's an even more confusing thing. Yeah. But I think it's just because she knows from having gone through the original Guardians movie that she just kind of pieced it together. Even okay. though she didn't see it there, she, she kind of figured it out. And there's also things I think we could maybe assume and like be okay with it. Like when Tony did snap, 
Thanos. Maybe he did snap them all back to 2014 or something. You know, probably unlikely, but there's things you can still assume, but I still think it's all pretty messy. Yeah. I Not think... all, sorry. I would say there's a, a few things that are pretty messy. Mm-hmm. I think it gets... It gets... My thing is that it... They're too smart to be that stupid, mm-hmm. is my thing. Like, I think it all makes sense. It's just a matter of finding the right rules mm-hmm. and not applying rules that they didn't ask for. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yeah, I, I, I could see them a month or so down the road coming out and being like, these are the rules. Mm-hmm. Just to put fans to rest or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I do think it makes sense. And yeah. now thinking about it too, so this is separate from just the time travel stuff. Think about now, five years later, like how important Spider-Man is going to be. And now with Tony being gone... That's going to be a huge plot point, I think, of that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is how he deals with that. Like, we didn't really know how this movie was going to go until after, but now we know, and it's probably going to be a pretty, probably a pretty emotional movie. Um, and then just, it's going to be a nice, probably a nice um, wrap up of that last movie with Endgame and kind of moving forward. It'll be the first one to kind of move forward. I'm wondering so. if they time jump again because it can't be a couple months afterwards. Everything wouldn't be back together yet. No. You know, and he's going on a field trip and touring around in Europe. You, you, no one would be doing that. It's got to be further in the future than that, mm-hmm. I would think. Yeah, Another I hope cool so. Thing, Otherwise, it's going to be weird. Yeah. I think one of the things that I, that I was thinking um, that could be cool, I don't know whether or not they'll do this, is, um, and I think it's impossible because the way they explained, he's like, I passed out and I woke up and it had been five years, mm-hmm. um, is if all of those people had been somewhere else having a world, um, on their own and that Far From Home was going to take place in that amount of time mm-hmm. but I don't think that's going to be the case because he says they didn't experience anything during that mm-hmm. during that time mm-hmm. yeah because if the, yeah that'd be that'd be really confusing because it's like okay here's five years of stuff that's happening elsewhere mm-hmm. that doesn't entirely yeah they wouldn't do that yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it makes that it gives that movie more stakes and I'm excited to see it more than I was before so. well and I think that recently within the last week or two Kevin Feige came out and originally Endgame was supposed to be the end of phase three or whatever it is he then came out and said that Far From Home is the definite end of this okay. phase four begins mm. after that so I'm assuming that the post credit scene because there was no post credit scene or anything in this movie mm-hmm. in that one it will hint at what is to come mm-hmm. like some, somehow Spider-Man say is the new head or beginning of the new adventures or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like the Guardians are off in space, they're doing their thing. That's going to be a whole thing. Thor's with them. Th- with Thor, uh, Spider-Man's going to be with like the new Winter Soldier and um, Cap. Cap, who is Falcon. They're going to maybe do their thing, Captain and then Falcon. and then <clears throat> they also a lot of people I saw tweet that they set up the. Uh, like the, is it called the A Force? It's all of the female superheroes. Because mm. oh. there was that one shot in the movie, I guess. Yeah, um, that was pretty awesome. cool. Dope scene. Yeah. So they, that, the the latest thing reminds me, and I, I feel bad. I felt bad during the movie and afterwards, and I feel bad now because our conversation has gone the same way. Uh, remember when Black Widow died? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody thinks of that, and yeah. it sucks because Scarjo was great in that role, and in this I thought was really great. Yeah, but yeah. she just was so overshadowed by everything. Well, there's just so much happening. Mm. There's so much going on. Like the 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 end battle, it did really remind me of hints of Ready Player One because mm-hmm. there's just so much. Like you could pause it at any moment and see a character. Like someone took a screenshot earlier, and it shows Howard the Duck there with a machine gun. For real? Yeah. <laughs> in Endgame? Yeah. He's standing next to someone in the background with a machine gun. 
<laughs> so, of like, literally, if you probably watch that movie and just pause at any moment, you're going to find a character or someone yeah. or hint at something that's to come. I bet R2-D2's in it or something, too. Probably. Like, they always like to do that stuff. <laughs> um, talking about the end part, though, again, um, the part... I, I think, Cody, you had mentioned it where Spider-Man takes the gauntlet. Mm. When uh, Black Panther picks it up, and there's that hint of his... Uh, theme or score in the background when he's running through like uh, a football style I was like this is the best part of the movie because <laughs> he was just kicking ass exploding with the the, the ballistic or kinetic energy mm-hmm. and all that stuff uh-huh. that was pretty awesome you just see him glowing purple yeah. and then uh-huh. he jump up and yeah those two would be yeah. hell of a football team <laughs> <laughs> oh and then fucking we were talking about this last night uh, when Spidey hits his instant kill Oh yeah, he um, <laughs> just stabs it. He's like, I got this, I got this, I got this, I don't got this. <laughs> he was. That was one of the times in the theater, and this happened a lot. But one of the times when like someone gears up or does a cool pose or something, and I out loud in the theater was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> There's so much. I mean, like I said, we'll all see it more times, and we'll notice mm-hmm. more stuff that we didn't before, and and we'll probably figure out the timeline during our second. Our second viewing. <laughs> so, do we want to do we want to throw our ranking on it, or is it a thing that we're gonna have to see it bef- another time or two? So we can we can rank them. Uh, for me, and I, this is this is classic Cody. I would have to put it at the top of the list of MCU movies. But mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know how much of that is yeah. is recency bias, and we know yeah. listeners of the show know that I'm prone to that. Yeah. But I don't know. Do you guys have it? Uh, did you have it? You have your list, and we'll, we'll link yeah, to it. I mean, so you can go to I, the YouTube yes. at Jared Buckendall. Listen to that. <laughs> yeah. So my ranking of the movies. Yeah, I put it at the top, but I feel like you know, give it a month or so, I'm, it might move. But like overall, as a movie, I didn't want to give it a five. I gave it a four point nine. <laughs> Um, thinking about it, talking about it now, some of the time stuff doesn't entirely work. Some of the character, I probably should have gave it a four point seven. Um, it's still a damn good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. four point seven, four point nine. It's not a big difference. Mm-hmm. I don't really have rankings <laughs> for MCU at least. I don't really know, but I'd but, put it up towards the top for sure. Well, out of like five, what would you give it? I don't know if I, I don't. I don't you, really you, know. you rate TV shows, but not movies. Yeah, you can't I, do that. probably like I said four point six seven something like that. Yeah, yeah. Three sums, the mule three sums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd have to agree. I mean, while there are those small pieces that don't mesh perfectly because we can't fully grasp all of the big picture concept ideas that are presented as a film it's incredible Mm -hmm. like technically it's so cohesive there's you know they're drawing parallels from things that happened 10 plus years in the Mm -hmm. past like it it's hard to do that for anybody yeah Mm -hmm. and And for it to come up as clean as it did even Mm -hmm. with the small holes yeah and and even there's things that they filled in like the Hey, what happened right after Avengers? Oh, they gave the briefcase to these people, and this <laughs> happened, and that happened. I'm like, that's cool because it's like we didn't really see certain things, mm-hmm. but it gave it that. There's it a hilarious. <laughs> Tony's like, we just gonna stand around here and pose all day. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think that so that is awesome, and I think that this movie in and of itself has a great arc and story, and it's technically done super well. So I think it, it nears five out of five for me. But I think 
the, the problem with it is also its strength and it's that it relies so much on the other movies mm. for a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, I don't think it's perfect and it, I wouldn't put a perfect 5 out of 5 well, but that's see, why. Yeah, that, I would love to see someone that's never seen one of these movies watch this and... Be so think, confused. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's almost a season finale of a TV show. Mm-hmm. You need to watch everything or I wouldn't say everything. You need to watch key episodes or movies to know what the hell is going on mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to see i'm sure someone is putting this together of of the the must watches or like everything you need to know to enjoy Endgame. like mm-hmm. knowing now what we know is in it mm-hmm. you know what are the things that you can skip there's not a lot there there's really not. is not and and that's what's crazy like at the earlier ones it was always the like the big ones cap iron man thor like you kind of stuck in those realms and you weren't missing much like had you not seen spider-man homecoming before you saw infinity war like you might not have had the emotional tears when he says mr stark i'm not feeling too good but Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have missed much like he was introduced in civil war so if you saw a cat movie like he was introduced and then he just just further along in his skills by the time infinity war came out but in this one like had you not seen Ant-Man and the Wasp and they introduced the quantum realm and like he's just appearing out of nowhere five years later not having aged today well he hasn't aged since 1994 but he hasn't aged in the five years and he's like what happened and Mm -hmm. now we're talking about using this quantum realm to slingshot your way back into Mm -hmm. the past and you're like the fuck's the quantum realm I did think how he got out yeah. was kind of <laughs> like the rat. Yeah, that was. It yeah, could have at least that was a little corny. And we didn't but... get to see any of Luis. I was upset about that. Yeah, he didn't make yeah, it. Yeah, no Luis. That is a shame. But yeah, there's gonna be a Luis. You guys are talking about a Luis recap. A Luis recap of all twenty. Awesome. That'd have been a perfect post credits, like actual post credits scene. <laughs> Just like so, this guy was in a cave and he got like that was all. Oh my gosh. <laughs> If they we had, I, as much as I love Luis, if if it was a trade out, if it was like okay, no Luis, but you get Gwyneth Paltrow in the Iron Man suit, I would make that trade a hundred times out of hundred because that was the fucking. <laughs> I, I did actually when I was scrolling through, I found that GIF and they said this is the best scene and it's Iron Man and Rescue, aka Pepper, back to back just blasting people. Especially because he makes the point where his daughter puts on the mask and he's like. Your mom never wears anything I buy her. <laughs> and then she shows up to the last fight yeah. wearing that suit. Yeah. Yeah. That was fucking awesome. That scene, I mean, it takes it takes an hour for them all to, to like walk through their portals and say their lines or whatever, but that yeah. was the best. that was my favorite part of the movie, oh, yeah. actually. 100%. They all show up. I was weeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and it just like it was the slow burn because you just see like the little the first little ring yeah. and it's like Yeah. And you're like who the fuck yeah, well, up first? Like, let's fucking go. Was it, was it Falcon? And he's like, on your left. On your yeah. Left. yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that was brilliant. There's all sorts of lines like that. That so was good. fucking perfect. <laughs> um, we could talk about this all day, and, and I would like to, um, but let's let's bring it to a close here. And, um, and yeah, like I said, first of all, sorry if you listen to this <laughs> and you haven't seen the movie, then that's on you, but we're sorry. But we're going to end our spoiler talk and, and, and we'll wrap up the show here. <laughs> S-P-O-I-L. Spoil. Soiled it! Soiled it! Soiled it! You ruined it and I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back from our spoilers. Uh, thanks for, for checking out the timestamps on there and skipping ahead. 
And um, hopefully we didn't ruin anything for you. But we all enjoyed Endgame. It was pretty good. You guys should go see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it'll be a little bit of a shorter show this week, but we, we're going to end it there. We think that's we've given you enough to think about, um, if, especially if you listen to the spoilers, because that's a lot to... I'm, my brain hurts trying to think about everything. So uh, we definitely want to thank uh, Dirty Dick Dan, a.k.a. Uh, the, the mule... What was it? There was too many of them. Anyway, Dirty Dick Dan for joining the show. We had enjoyed having you on. When did we add Dick into my nickname? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I was here. much more appeased with oh. Dirty Dan. From the beginning of the show to the end, it somehow snuck in. Mm. Well, it's it, like Dirty it, Dick Dan. It, it, it appeared yesterday when, you always I, had when a dirty I got dick. here. We're just all now realizing it. <laughs> Means take a shower, Dan. <laughs> and of course, uh, you, you've seen him, but now today you got to only hear him. Uh, from the YouTube at Jared Buckendall. Thanks for coming on again, Jared. No, thank you guys for inviting me up. Uh, luckily, you didn't kill me with alcohol this time. Tried. Yeah, you tried. Um, ate a big breakfast before this, and yeah, just sitting around a table talking spoilers. Spoilers. What uh, pimp your videos? You got some MCU stuff. Oh yeah, put yeah. Out? Well, by the time this comes out, my uh, my uh, the, the, uh, review of Endgame should be up. It's spoiler free. Um, I'm actually doing a spoiler discussion after this as well, so you can check that out. And then I ranked all 22 MCU movies in under seven minutes. Is it possible? I don't know. You should watch the video. (laughs) (laughs) It is possible. Spoilers. He does it, and it's it's great. We we watched it, and that was was one of my favorite things that you've done so far. Yeah, I, I spent hours on that, so at least just go like it i guess i don't know comment and be like you wasted your time do something just interact with it like share subscribe uh we're gonna link to that in the description box so make sure that you're checking that out uh seth and i will be back in seven days with uh our 90 our 93rd episode uh and and we'll be back to to what you're used to um after and after a, a, a deviation from the normal show this week we'll be back with that so you can expect the so host and co-host uh, to be back in their standard form next week so make sure you come back for that just the way I like it when we're not in the same room oh my god it's yeah. perfect having to sit across from is torture and also this room smells <laughs> <laughs> it's cause of you you're the one who's here you're the common denominator to the smell so for oh. Dirty Dick Dan Roder uh, America's Ass Jared Buckendall <laughs> at Jared Buckendall the solo Seth uh, and myself the co-host Cody Michael we will see you next week bye bye Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>